Welcome to High Vibes and Grateful Heart, a podcast for women on the rise. When we come back, I'll be in the studio with Erin Carol Manning from Gentle Giraffes, and we will be talking about all things newborn care and family services. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the studio. I'm so excited to have my friend Erin in the studio with me today. Welcome. Thank you, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so fun to be able to sit across the table and have a conversation together. Yes, yes. So we like to begin every program by giving our guests an opportunity to talk about their heart-centered work. So why it is you do what you do at Gentle Giraffes and and who, who you do it for. Why do I do what I do? I do it because I I want to actually help families. Um, I love bringing that solid foundation to them from day one. Um, actually, probably beforehand, even when they're like pregnant, be able to getting them um, set up for breastfeeding and some of their expectations and kind of ease their anxiety of what's going to happen. And then really bridge that gap between what they read in the books and what the doctors are saying and kind of put the practical stuff into it. And make their, uh, if it's a maternity leave or if they're just going to be a, um, and not just, but be a stay-at-home parent, make that foundation as solid as as possible from day one. Yeah, because it can be an overwhelming journey for people, right? Yes. So you provide in-home services. Is that how it works? Yes. So we provide, our our main bread and butter is overnights that we do. So we hang out with the baby all night. Um, and allow the parents to maximize the amount of sleep that they're get- getting. So if they're breastfeeding, all they literally have to do is feed the baby and we do the rest of it. Wow. I could have used that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think most of our listeners could have used that, right? Yes. That's such a beautiful um, way of supporting young families that are just getting started. And, and again, with that overwhelm that it can that can unfold for people. And what – go ahead. I was going to say uh, also, too, as we know um, – Lack of sleep can actually lead to postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. So it's one of the biggest things that we can actually offer that's in-person, one-on-one support to them to be able to help reduce that. Yeah. But at the same time, while we're there, we also teach them what their baby's telling us. Right. And we get them on healthy and sustainable um, sleep habits and, and other routines, too. So we literally are, like, shaping them for a solid foundation. That's so great. And you have a whole team of people that you have out there servicing families in this way. Yes. And what led you to this to this passion? It's just fascinating to me to understand how our guests sort of found their way to their sole purpose. Um, so I've always been attracted to babies. I, I think, like, I remember my first time being seven years old, seeing an infant and um, being really, you know – excited and and wanting to like hang out with them all the time and I've literally have been taking care of children since I was 12 like as a paying job Um, and I've done other things but I've always gone back to taking care of children and I was never the type to actually want to go to school like that was like the traditional learning was not my thing I was always a very hands-on tactile like learner and being with children, I was able to, you know, give them the love and the care and the support that they they really deserve and need, but also be able to fulfill other things for me. I can learn. I can, yeah. um, you know, obviously I've started a business with it, but I was really able to find something that I actually loved that really gave me some sort of purpose in life. Did you always know that this is what you were going to do? No. <laughs> what was that journey like? Um, I come from a background where, you know, traditional um, college is, was really ingrained 
ingrained in us and that's mm-hmm. where we were supposed to go and then we were supposed to go into the corporate world and I kind of have been the black sheep of the family and and, and kind of did everything a little backwards. Um, so like I said, I've always been drawn to them and I had other jobs. I worked at restaurants. I worked, I tried working in, um, corporate. I tried doing all sorts of different things and I always came back to children. So I was a nanny, just kind of fell into it. And then this whole thing fell, um, on my lap about 10, 12 years ago when I wanted something a little bit more to offer the community and also for myself. And you just started to go into business for yourself. Yes. And what was that like? It was kind of scary, actually. Yeah, it is scary. <laughs> yes, I didn't have the uh, confidence I have now, so it was really, really hard to kind of ease myself in there. Um, but I felt like it was the right decision that I needed to go. And, and once I decided to do it, it's been it's been a wonderful journey. That's such a consistent theme of this show because so many of us and, and the guests that I have on the show – you know, they didn't wake up at 22 and know what they were going to be when they grew up, right? <laughs> they all went through this journey of sort of uncovering, like, what was important to them and then overcoming the fears and the blocks and the limiting beliefs we have about how you actually move toward that, right? Yes. So it's really interesting, I think, for our listeners to kind of hear that it's never too late to make a shift and to move yourself towards something that brings you real joy, because when you have joy in the work that you do, it just makes all the difference, right? Absolutely. In how you feel every day. Yes, yes. And, and I agree with you. It's never too late for it. But I also feel that people go into it or they do what they're meant to do at the right time. Absolutely. It's all about divine timing, yes, right? Yes, yes. And it's sometimes that, that we can get impatient with that because we want yes. things to happen yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I'm in I'm in that stage right now with some stuff I want to do to expand. And yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little impatient. And I know. My poor husband. <laughs> it's, it's that learning to trust, right? I know. Yes. It's, it is. It's an interesting – it's a practice. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And, and it's another – like as you were talking about earlier, how we overcome our blockages and our fears and stuff. And those are steps to be able to – be comfortable where we are with our businesses yes. as well and ourselves too. But then when you want to go a little bit further, it's still that other um, step of trusting too, that it's going to yeah. happen. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but it's going to happen and you just have to trust it's going to. That's and right. that can be really hard yeah. on the different levels of where you are on, on, on it, your journey. It, it is so hard, but you know, having those intentions and those sort of, you know, being willing to um, wait and be patient and just that intentional action, right, um, is is how it all works. We yes. know that. The law of attraction. Let's focus on what we want and yes. not what we don't want, <laughs> right? So who would you describe as your ideal client? Because it sounds like you can help people at different phases. We Yeah. So our ideal client would be anywhere, obviously, anybody who's kind of growing their family or, or, or wanting to grow their family. Um, but typically anywhere from 28 to 48 uh, age-wise, mm-hmm. um, kind of in the birthing, you know, time frame. And somebody who really wants that education, that support, that guidance, that is, like I said, going to bridge the gap between the doctors and the books and really give you that hands-on practical um, uh, experience too, but showing them and having you learn your own child, somebody who wants that, somebody who really is looking for that, like that, that expert that's in the home to be able to help them make that transition as smooth as they possibly can. Yeah. And I think just having that support system, knowing there's somebody there and that you don't have to always know how to do everything that you don't have. I mean, young mothers, it's, it's a lot. It is. Young families. I shouldn't just say mothers. And just knowing that there's somebody there that has the experience who can guide you and to not feel like you have to know it all, 
right? Absolutely. And and I love when we have repeat clients too, because you can see the changes. Uh, yes, the changes of, of their first child to, you know, we have a client right now that has their third and you can see the difference of, she's like, oh, he's the third, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, well, yes, you know, but it's just also the, the comfortability that they have with me that's just coming right. to the house. They literally are just like, here you go. And they go off to bed and I don't see them until, you know, the morning. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really great to it's see It's really that. such a special gift that you have because, you know, you have to have, be a certain kind of person with a certain kind of personality to even be comfortable in that setting with somebody else's newborn. Yes, yes. And also the um, reading the room, too, because yeah. that can be really, really um, – it can be challenging for some until you get to understand where – or how new mothers handle the first several weeks with baby blues and on yeah. um, some of the other postpartum mood disorders that kind of come and kind of navigating all of those as well. It can be a challenge, but it can also be really amazing, too, to watch how you've grown, but watch how the parents have grown along, yeah. along the way. It's a really collaborative um, experience, it sounds yeah. like. It's really beautiful. So tell us, I mean, you have so much to be accompl- to be proud of, but what would you say is the accomplishment that you are most proud of in your life? That's a big question. Yes, I know. It's that a is big a loaded big question. question. Um, I think honestly is just overcoming the fear of knowing that I can run a business and run it well. Yeah. Um, to, to where I am now, from where I was three years ago of saying, okay, fine, I, I, I will start building and expanding to where I am now, where I've got people in different states. I've got um, majority, obviously, is in New England, but I'm able to pull several um, other people from different parts of the country to be able to come work here for different clients That's as well. Awesome. To um, really, it's just running the business. I didn't have this type of um, confidence in myself. And I always look for somebody else to guide me and, and tell me what I should be doing. And I feel like I'm in my my element doing this myself and having that confidence in it. And I think that's probably the biggest oh, yeah. thing, knowing that, honestly, just knowing that Right now, the, the the overnights kind of run themselves so I can work on something else. So I have done that, and I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. I've got that confidence. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like I always say it's like kind of like going to business school but not. Like it's the practical day-to-day things that nobody else is going to figure it out. So you just do, right? You yes. figure it out, and you trial and error, and you learn along the way, and and, you know – until the yes. next new thing comes, and then you figure that out. Yeah. But it's part of the, I think for those of us who are, who have that sort of entrepreneurial spirit, like it's sort of the, the um, energy that we thrive in, right? When it's like, okay, here's the next challenge I wasn't anticipating. How are we, we going to tackle that? It's kind of fun. It is. It yeah. is. It's kind of fun. And you learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And you learn where you need to kind of yourself heal or work on different things to be able to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish. And that could be, you know, um, learning how to just be able to talk to your team to being able to run uh, huge events like you do um, to just being able to come in and having a client who's got really, really um, struggling with postpartum anxiety and being able to hold that space. Yes. Just hold that space and allow them to chat to it. It's um, yeah, it's It's a constant learning. It is constant learning, but you're learning a lot about yourself too, which means you're changing. So you're going with the flow. And I constantly see myself reflecting where I am now compared to where I was, you know, even six months ago. 
and how I've dealt with some clients and how that uh, that experience has made me into the person I am now and how I would handle that same experience differently. So that's a great lead into my next question. So, you know, when when we do these things and we have our businesses and we're kind of, you know, going through the process of learning we always bump into challenges, right? So what would you say would be the most significant challenge that you faced? And it could be in your life or in your business or a combination of that. But what what do you feel has like really thrown you off at, at some point in your life? And how ha- did you face that? How did you work through it? Because I think it's important for our listeners to get a sense of the fact that we've all bumped into blocks. Yes. Um, I would say probably my biggest one is... Um, Standing in my power, Mm. um, you know, when you work in someone's home, regardless of how you are there, there's a power dynamic. Sure. And when you have clients that want a certain thing, but you are like, but this is what I provide, there can be that challenge that goes on. And, And standing in your power as being like, this is my company. This is what I said we were going to do. We can change things, but we need to sit down and formally talk about it. Yeah can be it was probably one of the biggest challenges that I had it's like setting those expectations and boundaries right which is not easy for most of us to do because you know we want everyone to love us well especially if you're (laughs) heart-centered and you're doing what you do because you want it from the heart you want everyone to be happy but but it's important for our own self-preservation and our own self-care that we do that right yes and also to set a precedent of of what your company is known for too. Right. You know, I I want to be known for that we give education guidance and and support and how we do that. I I and obviously, you know, things happen and we go with the flow as time goes on. I um that's what I want to be known for. So that's what I really try to put out there that we are going to give you this and we're going to give you results and we're going to give you a service. Um, whereas I've worked for some other places where we just literally came in and fed the baby and I was like, I want to give more. I have more knowledge. Yeah. I have more inside me to give to these families. Absolutely. And that's, and that's it's like why you I'm... become an extension of their family unit yes, for a yes. period of time. And especially when they, they are repeats and they have you come back after child after yeah. child too. That's beautiful. Yes. And um, also just show results, like get results of whatever whatever the goal is. Like there could be breastfeeding goals. There could be sleep goals. There could be just mom recovering from a C-section goal. Whatever the goals are is be able to get through that and accomplish those. I think that's great. What about personal challenges in your life? Do you, would you like to share anything around that? So it's very interesting that I work in people's homes very carefully or closely to them and see a lot of their family dynamics. And I don't actually have the best family dynamics myself. So it's very interesting to see where I, how I was brought up and in in what I was taught and what I was seen to be able to come in and hold space for those families who may have the similar backgrounds or different ones. Um, So I have to say that's probably been really hard for me personally because I see some, you know, families that I'm like, oh, I wish I was like that or my family was like that and it's not. And and so it can be, it can be hard. It can be really sad. Um, But it has also strengthened me to, to, learn to handle my family and all the stuff that I had growing up and 
um, I want to say heal that too, to oh, be truly. able to be yeah. stronger, to help my clients. And that, I mean, we're all healing, right? Yes. It's an ongoing process. We've all had, you know, I write about this in my book. We've all had painful life events or things that happen to us that shape who we are today and how we show up in the world and how we interact with one another. Right. And so sometimes, not sometimes, frequently we get triggered and that brings us back to those moments in time. Right. Yes. And we have a choice. We can either shove that back down and let it remain unresolved or we can process it and feel it and work through it and use it. Right. Yeah. And so that I love that you chose this line of work. It, it, it feels to me like part of your healing journey. Right. Yes. So that you could um, be a part of and create something more, you know, that's healthier. For the people that are involved in the family unit. Yes, for them, but also for myself, right, too. Right, because so you're a part of this. Yes, yes. And I always, and and, and um, even when I was a nanny, I would bring up, you know, situations I would see in, in families that I would work with to my husband. And I'd be like, how would you handle this? Or how would you want to do this? Or how, even when we were dating, I would just yeah. ask questions. So it was really helpful to obviously get to know him more and, and how, right. you know, he was brought up so it was able to bring us closer and made it more of a stronger relationship going forward. I think it's great. I mean, this is the whole point of living, right? Yes. So we can take our experiences and do better and be better. Yes. And, right. And leave a different. And it's learned. Feral. The more families that I'm in, in their homes with, it's also shown me that um, every family has their their family dynamics and no way is wrong no way is right it's just different right and they all figure out how it's going to work together yeah there's no perfect you know happy 100 percent family like anybody who says that is full of you know what (laughs) i always have to think what else is going on behind there there is dysfunction in every relationship (laughs) yeah well that's you know part of the whole process again of being human so thank you for sharing that i love just sort of the connection um, between that, you know, what what you had, what you what you were craving, and how you're recreating it now with other people, which is really beautiful. Um, one of the things we talk about in the show, because we as women don't typically do this, but I love to ask our guests, what is it that you love most about yourself? It could be a characteristic, a personality trait, a physical trait. Like, what do you love about Aaron? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, we all get stumped by that question. But it's really important that we think, think about this for ourselves. I think that my determination, I mm. think, um, because if I didn't have that, I don't think I'd be where I am. Yeah. And it takes determination not only to to start a business um, and, and then run one, but also leave a secure paying job to be able to run it too. Yeah. And it takes determination to, to just keep it going forward. Cause I feel like, yes, everybody's going to have a couple of good years, but then you're going to have that kind of, you know, I don't want to say it dips, but then it might sure. just flatline a little bit. So now you've got to kind of, all right, we got to keep going. we got to keep doing this. So I would say my determination to make sure that it's going to be successful yeah. and um, that I'm going to be successful and that I'm always having um, clients for the people that work for me. Right. It's like you develop a resilience, right, yes. to the changing tide, which is yes. not yes. something we can control. Yeah. Right, right. I love that. I love that. So, you know, we're big on self-care and self-care means different things to different people. 
people. So I love to ask, you know, it's not just like we go and get a massage every week or we go to, you know, get our nails done. Like self-care is about, you know, what is my physical and energetic body needing on a regular basis to stay balanced? So what do you do? So this has changed actually over the last um, 10 years. I used to be really into getting um, facials and just kind of taking that time out, that uh, that hour, that two hours, what have you, um, to actually getting my body into um, physical function again. Because as awesome. we grow too, I mean, I've been yeah. in car accidents, I played sports, I all sorts of things, but I didn't realize that as you, I, well, I did realize as we grow older, um, our body doesn't work as well. So part of it is like bringing all of that back so I can move easily, especially because right. what I do, I need to be able to move. Seriously, yeah. So part of that was, yes, it's function, but it was self-care for me personally. Yeah. To now I've moved into that. I just kind of want to be in the woods. Oh, I love it. Connecting to, <laughs> connecting to nature. Yes. Get back to our roots. Yes. And but I it, remember we were, my husband and I were just at a place a couple, uh, couple weekends ago. And there was a waterfall there, and I was literally sitting in the in the waterfall, mm. and I was um, I had tears down, being like, "Oh my goodness, I'm connecting with my inner child. This is great. I remember this is when I was a wow. when I was little, and I was like, this feels so good. It it is good, you know. Like we forget how, this is where we came from, and we got so far away from it, you know. And I think that it's very important and so grounding. I mean, anything, just putting your feet in the grass or digging in the dirt and planting, like anything you can do to kind of get yourself back into that um, yes. connective sort of state. It's it's very powerful and it's yeah. so simple. It is. We all right. have a tree. We can go <laughs> hug a tree. But yes. it, it, you know, it really is a very unique and profound experience when you take those t moments to just do that yes or just sit in stillness and yes. listen to the water yes yes exactly if, like a couple months ago we were up in maine and um i we were on a pond and i literally would just sit and stare out at the water like i didn't need anything else the the squirrels were making their noises the birds were doing their yeah. things it's beautiful I, yes it was it was wonderful it reminded me too as as a child but we had a summer home on on the ocean and i would literally just sit on the deck and look out at the ocean yeah. it, it was it was beautiful it's good for our nervous system yes, to just too. to just be still that's great well speaking of your younger self um if we had a time machine and we could send Aaron back to, you know, that awkward 12, 13-year-old <laughs> girl that we all were at that time, what advice would you give to her now that you didn't, maybe she didn't know then? What advice? I would uh, tell her to always follow your heart. Yes. Um, I would also tell her to go directly into working with children. And last, I would... Um, I would go into getting financial advice, even at that age, of how to save or how to make fi better financial decisions at an earlier age. Oh, that's really, that's good. That's a good thought. You know, I, I think about that with my own daughter. Like, I don't know that we spend enough time teaching our young emerging adults about that very topic. I never Because they go out into the world and, and they don't have a clue. Nope. Yeah. All I was ever told was is that when I make my own money, I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. So that's great, but... <laughs> don't we wish yes. we could do whatever we want with it? Yes, yes. It and doesn't then, really go into the realities of... <laughs> right, right. And when I started, yes, yeah. started to realize that that's not how it goes. Yeah. But I'm used to being like, oh, I have this extra in my bank account. I'm going to go buy those shoes or, yeah. you know, so uh, it's one of those things where... Um, you know, if I was, if, if I could go back and say, you know, just take at least 10, 15% right yeah. off the top 
and just put yeah. it in. Teaching them how to just budget and manage money. Yep, yeah, that it's, too. It's very important stuff. And there's a whole mindset around money too. Yes. Right? Instead of, you know, so many of us grew up with that sort of feeling around lack around money and then that just you carry that through the rest of your life or if you had an opposite experience you carry that through so whatever it is that's like becomes your mindset like anything you're programming so just having an awareness around that and how you want to and it's not always how like the the awareness of or the lack of or the the abundance of isn't always how you grew up either right it's your mind it's your story too. Yes. yeah so oh, like totally. you have somebody who grew up with an abundance of of financial security but they still look like or felt like they lacked right things. in and some so, way yeah, yeah. or no. vice versa where you could grow up with financially not as not as much but you have this sense of an abundance in, in your mindset of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's really, it's it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. Um, and it so, goes back to the law of attraction and just... All of it. Yes. All of it. You know, we're, we're in the process with the nonprofit of designing programming for young emerging adults. And we just had a conversation the other day with our committee about this very topic. Like we need, this, is, has, this has to be built into the programming um, so that our young adults who are our future leaders have a healthy mindset about money and the energy of money it's funny that you say that because i was just on a conversation with um like on one of the facebook groups and they were asking the range of of pay for nannies and i said 20 to 35 dollars an hour plus well i was getting ridiculed for the 20 dollars an hour and people like you can't live off of that in massachusetts you can't live off of that and i was like well you can you really can if you actually go over what you what you spend your money on right and I don't know for sure, but I would assume that these these women aren't wanting to give up some of what would be American luxury that right. they feel is yeah. is a need. And I was like, but that's that's not. So right. you know that comes down to again the mindset, it does. the financials. What 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 do you actually need to live? Com- yeah. Versus like, you know, what do you want? And that's so different for for everyone. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's a really value based kind of decisions. Oh, we could have a whole podcast about that. <laughs> so one of the things I love to share with our listeners, with our guests on the show is, you know, there's people listening who may have big dreams or maybe really wanting to make changes in their lives or leave corporate or, you know, pursue their passion, whatever it might be. But they might feel a little stuck or, you know, fearful about making changes that are you know, a little bit uncertain. So what advice would you have for for those listeners? Baby steps. Yes. Start with like, you no know. No pun intended. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but start with like a small goal. It could just be, I'm going to get my LLC. You know, great. That's awesome. You did that. Now start putting a service together or, you know, your product and sell that. Because when you sell one, you can sell more and kind of get that. And then what, and that's kind of like what I did. Um, and then I kind of tailored things down in my, in my, um, you know, secure job where I was, by the time I actually left being a full-time nanny, I was down to three days a week. So you can kind of do that. It was still scary, but I was like, I have this many years under my belt with that. And now I can kind of go forward. So So like a really slow and calculated plan. Yes, there's, yes, absolutely. There's that, but also follow your heart too. Oh, so much. And don't always listen to, one of the biggest things, I was just at a conference and it was talking about, um, it was like pushing through your fear. Like entrepreneurs are, are fearful. You, you 
people will tell you, oh, that's not a good idea or you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this, what have you. And you just keep going. So don't worry about what other people yeah. say. Don't allow their fears to get in the middle of your dreams and what you want and just keep going. It's such an important topic. We, we're kind of programmed to seek our validation from outside of ourselves. But what we really, we have all the power within if we can just stay, like listen to ourselves and not all the other noise. Yes. Right? Yes. But it's, again, it's it takes a lot of practice to be able to shut that off. Yes. It takes a strong mind yeah. to... Yeah. To know. And then it's, and, and yeah, like anything, it's a mindset and a practice, which is our very central themes to everything we, we do here. <laughs> so um, I love this question. Tell the audience something, our listeners, something that they might not know about you. Oof. Something unique to Erin and her experiences. Um, unique to, I've never actually been a parent. And I teach people wow. how to parent. Wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. So I don't have children of my own. I've got like hundreds. But I was going to say, about... but you have all yes. of these, all of everyone else's children. <laughs> yes. And you get to leave them there and uh, go home. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. kind of like being the grandparent. Yes. Yes. Except um, you're not spoiling them. You're teaching them. Right. So, and I'm also teaching the parents of kind of how to take care of their children as well, yeah. too. So. That is um, something if, if somebody's going into an industry where, like mine, where a lot of people look at you and say, well, how can you tell me how to take care of children when you don't have your own? Don't allow that to, to stop you. Seriously, because this is what you do. Yes. This is you're, what I was You're born like the to baby do. whisperer. <laughs> yes. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, I, um, um, so everybody I speak to that's in like the the... the the spiritual world and stuff too have yeah. always said that I've come here. This is what I was supposed totally. to do. This is my, my uh, it's life purpose. So and clear. Stuff. Yes. And yeah. so um, again, so it's not so much about what you've done personally to right. be able to bring that experience, that knowledge to somebody else. For, and I think that's true with so many of these sort of heart centered businesses, right? We, we figure out what we love to do, what we're good at, and we use that to help other people. Yes. And that's, Yes. That's how you how you make things happen. Yes. Awesome. How would you like to be remembered? Oh, I'd like to be remembered that I was really generous and I have a loving heart and everything I do is based on um from the heart and trying because I care, because I want everybody to be happy and um include included. Yeah, you're making a difference, a big difference in the world and in so many lives. So thank you for that. Thank you for your work, for your business. I'm so honored to know you and to have you be a part of this community and to be on our show today. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. How would people get in touch with you to access your services? So they can uh, look at um, our website at com, or they can uh, email us at contact at com. Beautiful. And also watch the schedule at We Breathe Wellness because you're going to be bringing some programming to the center yes, in Walpole. Yes. So stay tuned for more from Erin. And thank you again for being here. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again and have a beautiful afternoon. I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen.